episode of Chris and Dave's Reality Cast. I'm one of your hosts, Chris Phelps, and my co-host and very good friend is Mr. Dave Horrocks. Hey there, Chris, and hello to our listeners out there. Welcome to Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. We are covering Love Island UK Series 8, Episode 32. Chris, <laughs> where out of this shit show would you like to start today? I haven't got a fucking clue, Dave. No, I <laughs> What an episode. I have been itching to get on here with you. I was, there was hands in the air. Me and Sam were like, oh my God, you know, like the, it was just <laughs> unfucking believable the whole episode. This is one of the best Love Island episodes I've seen for a long time, Dave. I absolutely thoroughly enjoyed this from start to finish. Yeah. And I don't know if there were too many massive surprises, really. Um, it sort of played out roughly how we thought it'd play out, but it was just great to see it unfold <laughs> on screen. I mean, you had Jay and Danica recoupling, totally unexpected, no tears from anyone, yeah. but they got that out of the way fairly quickly, didn't they? And then, uh, go on, which which couple do you want to tackle next? Well, well I'll tell you what, we'll go in order, Dave, how it happened. So we had Davide and Ekinsu, and Ekinsu comes in, Davide's there, like, you know, and... and you see, I think it was Molly, wasn't it, who he'd sort of copped off with and was in bed with her, and she's looking over, and he, she comes in, and we get, and they look at each other so sweet. He really, really likes her, Dave. I, I honestly think he's going to say he loves her at some point, if they're still together, but... <laughs> he has to stop <laughs> abusing her first, like well, taking yeah, the piss out of her. <laughs> and I know this happened later, but we'll do it to sort of close off their segment. But obviously, they mention about... And speak to Molly about her spending the night with someone, you know, being in bed with him, blah, blah, blah. And then Ekinsuit was the biggest bit of acting, like, yeah. oh, my God, oh. <laughs> and pushes him away, like, get off me, you know, like, oh. And you can see she's pissing herself. I'm not being funny, Dave, but she wasn't innocent. And I've got a feeling that on the movie night, because I was thinking, well, George was in there with her. I think he may have got a bit handsy, my friend, from what the rumours are online. We didn't. That's possibly why we didn't see it. Uh, and it, we just saw her saying, I'm a bit hot, Dave. And they agreed to uh, John Candy and Steve Martin, as we said yesterday. So <laughs> I don't think she's innocent, but she's like, oh, my God, get away from me. And I'm doing that rather too good, Dave. Get away from me. And I don't know, them two are just going to be together. But that was just a little peritif, Dave, for what we got next. <laughs> I think the thing is, Chris, she's not the first. She won't be the last, you know, hypocrite in Love Island. <laughs> and I think, no. you know, I, oh, God, I hope that movie night comes up again this year and they, they show what, you know, we didn't actually see. Uh, but, you know, she comes out of the bed. It's like, we're just friends. And then they have the talk after, don't they? It's like, look, no one can know this. I just hope they show that. Now, I, I'm actually warming to them a little bit as a couple. I, you know, I don't think they'll be six months down the line or whatever, but I think I'm turning the corner on, okay, the there's some more drama down the road for them too, but yeah, they're, they're, there's absolutely the chemistry there with them. Yeah, I agree, Dave. I agree. And and that was a little filter just before we got into it. The next one, Dami and India. Oof. Well, Dami gets with Summer and his words were, Summer's not over. It's just started mm. being all cocky as fuck, Dave. There's nothing worse than a hypocrite. 
India comes in with DG. He was a great guy. I really like him, Dave. He's got Ovi vibes because he's just completely chilled, speaks really well. He actually acts like a fucking adult so far from what we've seen. And she does the same. I completely shot that India recouple, but the right thing to do. But no, Dammy starts giving a fucking shit. And I'm yeah, like, yeah. what the fuck? And now India give as good as she got, but only because she was backed off for me. Dammy was in the wrong. And I'm like, you fucking hypocrite. You were all 30. I'm going to make your quick statement now, Dave. Sorry <laughs> if I'm not about to say it. 30 fucking big bollocks because you're with Summer and it's not over and all that bollocks. Soon as you come in, he had a face like a pan of piss, Dave. What a fucking hypocrite and what a fucking bell end. But also, magnificent TV. <laughs> <laughs> it was great. You know, it is what it is until it isn't. And I think, you know, the, the back and forth, the sniping, I loved it. Um, you know, again, Dammy's stock has plummeted, hasn't it, in Casa yeah. Amor. You know, before going into there, him and India seem so great together. He seems so chill and like, you know, sensible, gives good advice to other people and stuff. And then he's just had a personality transplant since he's gone into Casa Amor. And, you know, we'll get onto another couple in a minute, I'm sure. But, you know, it, 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 even though I love in the drama, it still irks me when both sides cheat but have a massive fucking chip on the shoulder that the other side has, <laughs> has had the gall to cheat. And I'm like, <laughs> get fucking over yourselves, for fuck's sake. And like you say, Dammy was really put out. And like you say, India gave it back as well. But but so would you if someone was attacking you. So it's just like, why have you got a massive chip on your shoulder when you know you've done the same thing? And it's not as if you just like recoupled right at the end you know again we said they, they probably picked this up from last season where it was like you know it's a lad's holiday you know this is a test you've got to go out and explore things you know or else you've not really been tested that was there from day one wasn't it jumping right in um uh, so he he sort of really enjoyed his time in there and i, I don't think he can have any complaints at all no, I, honestly, and, and that's the thing, and I know we'll talk about one of the other couples in a minute, but what gets me is the way Dammy reacts was as if, if he was single and India came in with DJ, then no problem at all. You yeah, act like yeah, that, yeah. you are a person scolded, you're upset, you were loyal, you were carefree. No, he was like a rat up a fucking drain pipe. And to be fair to India, as far as we've seen on the edit he chose, she's not kissed him yet, Dave. There's not been, they've just got a great connection. Unless I've missed it, you can correct me. But they've not, she's just took a chance on him because I think she mm. knew in her, in her heart that obviously Dammy and her got together uh, when I, Kenna, and oh gosh, Dave, sorry, what was the girl who, who left as well? Who was with Dammy Amber. originally? Amber, they both left, didn't they? So they were sort of yeah. like a rebound couple because from nowhere, Dammy's like, oh, I really like India. Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. And he was, being a bit crude going, yeah, I tap that and all these fucking bollocks, you know, again. So you're right. His stock has fucking plummeted, Dave. Absolutely plummeted. Worse than my fucking football teams in the New York Stock Exchange. But there you go. That's another story. Um, but Have they? <laughs> they are, Dave. It's the worst he's ever been for years. But let's not talk about that. Oh, nice. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> <Anyway>. <laughs> but yeah, really strange gesture. And then the next couple, Dave, Luca and Gemma, he comes in, she comes in, she's like, thank God, he's not with someone. Everything's going great. And then that fucking bell end again, he shared a bed with someone. 
So what happened? And to be fair, Gemma was like, for fuck's sake, Luca, you know, she'd give it him. And I was like, go on, Gemma, you've got to get, it's like, he, this is why I don't like, you know, when we get questioned the other day, like why don't, this sort of stuff, because he's yeah. gaslighting her. He's like intimidating her. He's sort of saying it again, like he's always got the moral high ground and she, and she's just chilled. She's fucking grown up. She's level-headed and he just can't handle it. And I'm just like, she doesn't, he doesn't deserve her and he's a fucking cock. And I hope Gemma sees right through him. <laughs> I, think, I must admit, I was chuckling because when he he was saying about, did you share a bed with anyone? And she's like, well, on the first night, it was this person. Yeah. And on the second <laughs> night, it was this person. And I'm thinking, oh, Gemma, you do not realize the big hole that you are digging into now. So, like, I, And he reacted exactly how I thought he would. You know, he's, yeah. he's just arsy, isn't he? You know, just about, well, you know, I slept out on the daybed. So, you know, he sets the the um the bar and then she has to live up to that as well and he, he gets arsy if she doesn't so yeah i just like you said and i'm not going to repeat what you said there it's just I, I don't like him i don't like his intentions i don't like the way he speaks to her as soon as the conversation goes the way he doesn't want it to go so yeah just boring couple really i think the twitter game is going to be the the next big test for them. I don't know whether it'll be a, a bigger test, you know, to to break them up or anything. But I think Gemma needs. She seems really clued up, really sensible, maturity way beyond the years. But she can't pick up on these little red flags that he's throwing out. Yeah, yeah, you're right, Dave. You're completely right. And one of the highlights, Dave. Was next was he's been literally every couple. It was summer. It was amazing. <laughs> um, Andrew and Tasha. So I wasn't sure oh, when Andrew. I I thought that he was gonna possibly be single and leave Coco behind. And obviously, I, I was I wasn't sure with Tasha. And then I was thinking, is Andrew gonna get with Coco and Tasha's gonna come in? But lo and behold, they both recoupled, and he did. The worst fucking speech to couple up with someone ever. He was literally <laughs> yeah. saying to Coco, I'm so hurt she's going to come in with, and so worried she's going to come in with someone else. And after everything you have all said about me, and the guys have been telling me for weeks, I've picked you as the booby prize. So at least when she comes in, I've got you as a comfort blanket, but I don't really like you. I actually like Tasha. And then when Tasha come in, he got asked, and when he said, tell more lies than Pinocchio, whether you agree with that or not, Dave, I nearly split my fucking drink out all over the floor. I was absolutely pissing myself laughing because, <laughs> no, and we've got some great emails today, and one of them's off uh, Kayla, so, uh, you know, the old Hale Queen, she, she's done a great email and a voicemail, and her take on it slightly different, but I would say that he is completely hurt by what she's done. He really likes her. He shouldn't use Coco like that. I don't think Coco's are. She's in the villa now more than anything, but he's used her. But I do think that because he's so upset, it's very childish the way he reacted. I must admit, Dave, because he lost a bit of stock, keep going on and on, when they were both free couple, whether you like it or not, and then had this big play for her later on. I was like, oh, fucking hell, mate. Just just leave it. It's done, I think. <laughs> yeah. Oh, God, when he hugged her, I was just like, Fucking hell, man! Just you know, just walk away, go and cry in the corner, and like get over it. But just drop it. I think, to be honest, it played out as we expected. 
You know, yeah. I mean, there's a little bit of doubt, you know, will he walk in sing- a single to make a, a statement kind of thing and, and take that gamble? Um, and will Tasha decide to play it safe? Uh, you know, but I, th- I think it it went with the probabilities, I, th- I think. It went with the odds. And uh, it went better than I thought as well, because... <laughs> I mean, you could say he was definitely being childish or, or as Michael from season five would say, childish. Um, but I was loving it. You know, the little snipey things, it's like he's found his voice. And yeah, I'm sure people will see it in different ways, but uh, I thought it was brilliant. And and the thing is, I'm sticking to what I've said for the last few days. He didn't want to get with Coco at all. And when he's all lovey-dovey, whether in the pool and stuff, like it, it's just a complete rebound thing. You know, he, he'd had these little doubts and everyone around him, the boys had all been telling him, you know, that Tasha's not really as into him as, as she, he's into her. But then when the girls come in as well and and tell him the same thing, that was the penny dropping moment. And then the, the boys take an extra uh chance to basically tell him, well, we fucking told you so, you know, stop messing about. You're being a made made a mug of. I think it was Jax who said that, wasn't it? But you know, Luca was chucking in plenty as well. But there's still that little bit of him that is thinking, I've got it wrong. I know the real Tasha. And she's not this person that everyone's telling me about. So I've come in here because I don't want to be stood on my own and look like a dick because basically 99% uh, of me thinks that's the case because everyone's telling me that. But that 1%, and so when she walks in with Billy, he just can't keep a lid on it. It was just fucking uh, these little things escaping out because he is a nice boy. You get the feeling in real life he's a nice boy. He doesn't say anything. And uh, yeah, I was loving the way it was coming out, but not as much, Chris, as when, uh, you know, Tasha and, and Andrew were having a little talk. And again, it's like, who's the most hurt? Because we both recoupled up with someone. But then when Ta- uh, Andrew throws the Casa more girls under the bus and basically said, they told me they'd been watching it and, uh, you know, you weren't that into me. And she starts going on, shouting across the villa to the Casa Ramor girls, you know, about what do they know and stuff. And I'm just thinking, well, they called out exactly what would happen. <laughs> <laughs> but, but again, you know, so it, it, it was a roller coaster. And I kind of, in a way, I kind of feel sorry for both of them. I feel sorry for Andrew. I feel sorry for Tasha. I've said before, I think Tasha's behavior, I think it's more of just an immaturity thing. And we've said for a while that they're not right as a couple, you know, and they both know it, but they both like each other, but it's just not enough. And yeah, I thought it was brilliant. And I hope (laughs) it's not quite over yet, Chris. (laughs) No, it's not over because we're going to get on to Jax and Paige, but I thought Tasha did a bit of a Jax on Andrew as well because she turned around and went, look, I've come in with Billy, but I've not completely shut the door on you 100%. Yeah, and I'm thinking, yeah. so what you're doing is, Tasha, what you've done all the way through is you've not recoupled with anybody, but you've tried to get with someone else or explored it, give them the eyes. When they're not interested in you, you've gone back to Andrew, which is exactly what's going to happen. Cue Billy probably getting with Coco, and then all of a sudden Tasha's going to be love arts and emojis, and I'm like, oh, oh, what a mistake I've made. I, I really like Andrew. And we go through the cycle again. I think you're right. I think look, both of them were wrong. He was very childish. 
he did give it the old fucking, the big man stuff. But then when Tasha come over, he bottled it and was like, put his head down, like, I really care for you. And I'm like, you're a fucking idiot. I think if he actually pretended he didn't care, I think she'd care more. But because she knows yeah. she's got him there dangling on a string and he's the fallback, he's always going to have that relationship with her. He's fucking stupid, Dave. Really is daft for going down this route. But again, fantastic TV. Absolutely <laughs> brilliant. <laughs> and the only thing I don't like from a personal point of view, I don't like someone who, when you've been told something, starts mouthing off dead loud, Dave, just from a personal yeah, point of view. Yeah. I'm not the sort of person who raises my voice. It takes a lot to get me annoyed or something. I'll I'll tell you straight if I think something's going on and I'll pull you and, and speak to you appropriately. But I'm, I'm not into, I've never have been like plenty of people, my dad, my brother and that, and my sister, one of my sisters, they will fly off the handle at anything. They're the type of person who would do this. So when I am in that situation, I just completely shut down. I'm like, I'm gone. And I just walk away. So when she was doing that, I was cringing. I was like, just pull them afterwards. But they... To, to defend the Casserum or girls, they're playing a game. Everyone's playing a game. Yeah. They've got to stay in the villa. Why wouldn't they use that? Now that they can use this fourth wall stuff, stuff they've watched on TV and read in the papers or whatever, why wouldn't you use that to extend your stay in the villa? I'm not saying it's right from a, a normal human being on the street level. It's fucking shitty and grimy. But from Love Island's point of view, it's <laughs> fucking brilliant because it'd be fucking boring otherwise. Yeah. I, I, I let me be straight. It was shitty as fuck, right? It was, yeah. You know, she doesn't even know. Was it those girls or was it other girls? Yes, that was was shouting over. You know, who'd already left, uh, so she doesn't know. Um, she doesn't know them at all, and and also, they fucking called it right. <laughs> and they said they said they, she wasn't that into him, and if they were wrong she wouldn't have walked in with Billy. So she just didn't like the fact that she'd been called out there. But again, fucking roll it, roll on tomorrow night, Chris, because I hope <laughs> that needle continues. Um, you know, and I, I, I agree. I, I'd almost forgotten about that bit, actually, that she's sort of left the door open for him, you know, and he's there. He's like fucking Lloyd from Dumb and Dumber. So you're saying there's a chance. And she's like, <laughs> She's like her internal monologue is like, well, yeah, you know, because if it doesn't work out with Billy, I know I've got you here. So I, I, it's it's not good. And like, you know, again, people see this differently. But when she was going on to Andrew, like some of the things that she say, she the words that she says, like make it sound like she is as much into him as he is into her. You know, and she's going on about oh, all these things, you know, I've been self-sabotaging and and whatnot. So she is throwing the signals that she really likes him, but just her behavior implies it she's not. So yeah. again, part of me just wants them to just fucking disappear to the other side of the villa, just avoid each other. You know, I have no doubt they like each other on some level, but they're not quite right for each other. Um, and, you know, outside in the real world, yeah, they'd be one of those couples that just continually fucking break up and get back together and just toxic. You don't want them around because they'll end up fucking arguing over something. So, yeah, but for Love Island, brilliant. Brilliant. And, and you know what, Dave? <laughs> At that point, it was still top tier Love Island. But Upsteps, for me, probably one of the best baddies ever in Love Island. Fucking Jax. Now, Jax and Paige, 
Jax does the full speech. He's got Cheyenne there. Is it Cheyenne her name, Dave? Uh, the, the, the blonde girl who he copped off. Cheyenne, yeah. Cheyenne, yeah. He, he copped off with Molly as well. He's there giving this utter horseshit. Oh, Dave, I mean, we talked to her. I know we exhausted yesterday's episode, but he's the type of guy who will openly cheat with the person he's with. And this is me saying this from my observation. So if Jax wants to come at me, fucking bring it. I know we'll have a single town thing where I said that guy who's spreading it around town. <laughs> cheating all about town. Cheating about town and I got DM'd about it. Where have you heard this from? But anyway, let's not go down the book. My honest opinion is he hasn't done this before and somehow he can turn it on the person he's cheated on with, Dave, or he's been exposed for like sexting or whatever, because he gets Paige comes, he does all his speech, Shine's completely upset. She thinks they're on. Paige comes in, we get the proper Cinderella thing, and in the back of my head, I'm thinking, please fucking let the castle girls speak. Please let them speak. <laughs> yeah. And we do. And I've got to say, Paige's look when she found out what he'd done was hurt. He's a memeable face if I've ever seen it. The way she turns her head like an owl and looks at him <laughs> with that scowl was fucking brilliant. It was one of the best moments I've seen for ages. And that cocky little fucker is sat there like, it's a test. It's a test. Well, no, I've never had any sort of test, Dave, if I've been out for a drink or anything and thought, you know what, I'm going to test my marriage here. I just cop off whoever I want. But it's a test. Nobody's ever got well, I came divorce. back. I came back to you. Yeah. <laughs> no one's ever gone in a divorce court and said, I didn't actually cheat, Your Honour. I actually was testing myself to see what my willpower was like, and it wasn't very good. So he's not really cheating. What a fucking weasel, Dave. Great TV again, but what an absolute shithouse he is. Yeah, absolute player 101, isn't he? I, I think what I don't like is, you know, I don't, I don't actually think he said sorry at, at no. any point. Not certainly not sincerely. But then when Paige is listening, she's waiting to hear something. He's like, "Well, it's up to you, in it," kind of thing. And he, he's doing this deflection tactic. Like, like you say, Chris, I think this is well practiced. He's done that plenty before. <laughs> just yeah. he does what he fucking wants. It's just not usually on uh, reality TV. And the thing is, the only thing I'd say is the way it played out. It, it was like a, a replay of last year, wasn't it? It was like they they were taking the same script with uh, Millie and Lily and Liam from last yes. year. It, it was basically the same thing. So I kind of wanted her to go into a few more details, you know. <laughs> but then maybe they're saving that for the movie night uh, or Twitter game or something. But yeah, he was definitely very gaslightery in the way that he was dealing with that. But then he's the fucking martyr, isn't he? Because he's talking to the lads and, you know, talking about grafting and whatever. And it's like, oh, it's going to take a lot for her to, for, for her to, blah, 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 for her for, to forgive you. And he's like, I don't want her to forgive me. I'm like, oh, you fucking martyr. You're going down on your sword there. What, what does that even fucking mean? <laughs> He's just, he wants everyone around him to feel sorry for him. You know, he, he, he was tested. And as far as he's concerned, he passed. Well, no, I'm fucking sorry. <laughs> she was talking. Like, again, the way he treated the other girl, was it Molly? Was fucking shit as well. So even within Casa Amor, he wasn't fucking very good. You know, so you were tested and you fucking failed, Sunshine. 
So I, I don't know. I just really hope that Paige sticks to her guns. I kind of feel like he'll manage to wangle this one. I think he, she might stay with him until movie night, Chris. <laughs> I cannot wait. I cannot wait. Uh, Dave. Fucking hell, we have got an unbelievable amount of emails. They're actually coming in thick and fast as we're recording, Dave. So we have had some amazing emails, guys. Thank you so much. And two tremendous voicemails. So pull up a chair. We're going to go through these, Dave, because they all need to be read out. They're brilliant. Are you ready for it, mate? Have you got anything else before I go into them? We've got two voicemails yes. and a song. Oh my, yes, we have got a song. Yes, we have. <laughs> oh my word. Right. So the first one is from Dan and it says, just mailing it, just emailing in because of disgusting misogyny, read Laura Whitmore. Oh, Dave. <laughs> now, nah, just kidding. He's only kidding, by the way, everyone. Uh, Ekin Sue has messed up here playing Little Miss Innocent. Davide will find out about her wandering hands with George. Could be Cinema Night, Twitter game, or just one of the boys from Casa telling Davide that she wasn't the angel she's making out to be. Keep up the good work. Cheers, Dan. So that's a good email, Dave. Um, awesome. The next one. Now, this is a, a first-time uh, emailer in, and this is from Maeve. And <laughs> she says, Dear Christian, so that's quite important. When someone reads out my full name, Dave, I'm in trouble. Now, my, whole, my family... My brother's sister, my mother, all family, cousin, everyone calls me Christian. Nobody calls me Chris, but everyone else calls me Chris outside of my, um, you know, my family. But anyway, dear Christian, I really do not appreciate how you call out Laura Whitmore for being a woman in a presenter position. I frankly think this is your misogyny that blinds you and you would have no problems if it were a man presenting. P.S. Love your podcast, but mostly Dave's tapes. Thanks. And funny enough, her name is Maeve Hot Rocks. Now, it's unbelievable that, Dave. Maeve Hot Rocks. It does <laughs> It does seem quite familiar, that tone of email, Dave. Is there anything you want to tell me? Brilliant email, Maeve. Thanks for it, for sending that in. <laughs> oh, Dave, there was some fucking red wine spilt when you tucked out that one out. But thank you, Always. Maeve. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> oh, one thing that's the day. I'm just about Laura. Start of the show. I'm not looking at trying to get, and I kept thinking, do I mention this or not? Because I knew I'd get stick for it. And I went online afterwards. But when she was like going on about Cass and the rejoining, she was talking like she was a robot. Welcome everybody to <laughs> Love Island. This is Cass and Ramore recoupling or whatever she was. And I was like, why are you speaking? She was almost speaking like she was one of them guys on the fairground rides. Would you like to go a little bit faster? You know, like that. It was so fucking weird. I was like, then I'm thinking, Chris, do we say anything? Do we say anything? Because, you know, it looks like I'm singling out. But I, I do think it. that there are plenty of people who fall on your side of the fence that, that she just isn't very good. Um, he isn't good in my like eyes. Say, no. I mean, it's a fucking presenter of Love Island, isn't it? They show up like every now and then when there's recoupling. It's, it's not a massively hard job, is it? No, it's a fucking great job, to be honest. Dave. She's <laughs> yeah. done fuck all on toast all series, and she's taken on more than me and you. So, anyway, but I'm not saying anymore. I'm fucking, I'm, I'm off <laughs> one on it. So, the next one is from Pascal. I'm sure Maeve will send another email in at some point. Just a quick one being. Playing catch-up. This is fantastic. Well done, Chris. I've always backed up the radar and wowzers. You've even got a theme song. This is your year, Chris. What a guy Pascal is. 
probably the best to lay low for a few more episodes in order to keep riding this wave. Just a thought, it seemed weird that they allowed all the outside influence from the new girls over Andrew to go on. Thought they are usually a stickler on this, which we both said I agree with that. Hope Hurricane Ekin gets caught out. She's so frustrating, rolling her eyes at Dammy, but then smiling when India rolls in. But that Dammy and India return, roll on the Prosecco. Yeah. Very true. <laughs> Luca has been found out and Dammy called him out well. Jack's almost played a blinder. I was waiting for Laura to say, I'm going to wipe that smile off your page face. Off your face, you know, page face? Off your face, page. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm just, his Maeve took me all out, Dave. I'm so upset about that. I have a theory on Jay and China, but it doesn't feel authentic. But it doesn't feel authentic. Keep up the good crack as always. Catch up soon. Pascal, so great email, Dave. Absolutely cracking email. Now, this one is an email, and then we've also got a voicemail. So it's from Kayla. She's trying to get back her status as the queen of the emails, Dave. So she put, hey, guys, I'm once again defending Tasha. Andrew acted like a child and spoke so rudely to Tasha in front of everyone instead of having a private chat, as if he didn't also recouple, completely agree, and then to tell her that he thinks the world of her and that he still supports her. She should have told him to fuck right off. Dave, great wording. The (laughs) Casa girls were very quiet once Tasha kicked off as well. I'm excited for the drama between them. The funniest part to me is that Coco clearly doesn't want Andrew either and will immediately move on. Gemma still isn't that into Luca, which is amazing. She hated the cuddles he gave and it's clear as day. And I I do agree with that. And there's definitely something going on there. I can't wait for India to go off on Dammy. These boys have Mm. some nerve with the way they behave. Unfortunately, Paige will be the millie this season. She's just the type of girl who won't leave her shitty boyfriend, but I'm hoping Mm. I'm wrong. So Dave... We have a follow-up to that one, my friend. So I will just share my screen. You'll have to give me permissions as well for the next I've, one. I've done that one, Dave. So hold on a second. Do you want, do you want me to play it? You play it, I can Dave, just play them all. Yeah, you could be play them all. Hey guys, it's Kayla, the queen of emails, even though I have quite a few to catch up on. I just wanted to also add that I really hope that Tasha pulls Coco and the other Casa girls for a conversation because they had quite a lot to say before she came in and then when she kicked off with Andrew, they were noticeably quiet. I think there'll be quite a divide among the girls, which I'm eager to see. And I once again hope that Tasha and Andrew do not patch anything up. He has showed his true colors. I don't care how emotional he is. He behaves so disrespectfully to her and to Coco at this point, which is hilarious because Coco clearly also doesn't want him. She's immediately going to move on to the next guy, maybe even one of the boys that are already in there. But once again, love the podcast. So excited to see what's coming next. Bye, guys. Great email, awesome. Dave. Brilliant. Email. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> have we think, got one another one, Dave, as well? Sorry to cut we you off. Have, we have. Yeah, no. Um, I, I, I agree. I can't wait for the drama between the girls. You know, <laughs> Thank <laughs> it's you, Friday nights, few yep. glasses of wine. Oh, it's going to be amazing. <laughs> oh my god, I can't believe what Chris has just said about Laura Whitmore. Bloody <laughs> hell! <laughs> and it sounds to me from yesterday's podcast like he doesn't even like women <laughs> jeez dave i don't know how you put up with him 
I'll see later. you soon. Bye. Hey, why does it feel like you've put her up to that, Dave? We've got Maeve doing that. I and actually then didn't, <laughs> but I think she, she heard the subliminal uh, request. Of the bat call. Yeah, yeah the bat signal just chucked out the, uh, the bat radar you know, out the window. Right. Chris, we've actually, while, while we're in this mode, just bear with me because we've got... But I can't find it. How I can do it here? Oh, come on! God damn it! Hold on. For some reason, I can't share my music. Oh, would you like me? Let to me try again. Are you going to go? Ahead? Oh no! Here we go. Here we go. Right. Right. You ready for this? We've not even heard this, have we? So this is from Pascal. Are you ready? Yep. Oh, no. <laughs> that is brilliant. Thank you, Pascal. That is amazing, isn't it? So good. So good. Well, Dave, whatever anyone thinks of the radar or of me, I've got two theme songs and you've got none, Dave. You've got Very none. Very true. So I'm having that as a victory. Whatever happened. Oh, thank you for that. That's so good. That's so good, Dave. Brilliant. Absolutely brilliant. Right. So the next email is from Jason. Best cast of them all since Amber stroke Greg, and he's right about that. First off, this has been the best cast of them all since Greg Amber series. Jax is a psychopath. Runaway page, the way he just sat there, cool, calm, collected, and was like, it is what it is. I'm absolutely in shock. Second, Andrew is either one of the greatest game players of all time, or he is truly full-on in love with Tasha. Either way, my heart was breaking for the kid, and I'm here for it. Dare I say they'll get back together. I'm so confused on this other side to Tasha, but I'm glad she called out the stupid Casa girls because they were lying through their teeth to get Andrew to cheat. Davide and Ekinsu. These two will burn the entire villa down by the time the show is over, and I love it, <laughs> and I think they can win. I agree. Looking forward to hearing the next episode from you guys. Keep up the excellent work, and please do the US Love Island. Dave, I know you can handle it. <laughs> <laughs> No, I'm not saying anything. Not um, running alongside this one. <laughs> now, this one is a hell of an email. This is a long one. Day. We've just received this as we were recording. It's a brilliant email. This one is from Mika as well, Dave. So thank you so much for sending this in, mate. Are you guys so... And, and the title is, You Know Nothing, Chris Phelps. Oh, Dave, I get a lot of emails like that. You're not wrong. So glad I finally caught up with you and can now go and see what everyone else thinks about major spoilers. I've been watching Love Island since season one. I've been listening to your hilarious commentary since you started. First of all, congratulations to Chris and the reality radar. I mean, Dave, the plaudits just keep coming in. 
They do. Yeah, for its very first... Oh, hang on a minute. For its very first hit with David and Hekinsu, as Ian Sterling would say. Oh, that, that, is, that is brilliant. What a backhanded compliment that is. I'm, I'm sat here fucking praising myself, flexing my muscles. Like, I'm getting done over here. Get, get in there, my man. But then again... So Chris keeps comparing himself to John Son Snow facing countless opponents in battle. Although it is known that John Snow's most famous attribute is that he knows nothing. I'm not happy about this. You're just going to say that he's a bastard. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm a bastard. Um, I'm still one episode behind, so I don't know yet what's going to happen between David and Heck, da- Davin Heck, Andrew and Tasha, and everyone else. But I can't wait to find out. Surely someone will blow up or go back to crawling onto balconies. Does anyone else think that they've seen the original villa before? Maybe in one of the Australian seasons. It does look familiar. They set them up pretty similar, don't they, David? It's supposed to be a new mm. one, but it could be from when we've watched the Aussie ones and that, but I can't remember. And I know the US one was Hawaii. The first series was New York, but there was been Hawaii and obviously Vegas. So yeah, yeah. we'll see. Um Going back a few episodes to the Dirty Dancing Challenge or the infamous lie detector from the first few seasons, I failed to see how everyone gets so upset over these results as they are clearly fake. It's a TV show, for fuck's sake, not a medical procedure. They can give whatever results suits their narrative, be it drama, play up to the favourite couples, etc., etc. Although I can believe, for example, that Jax would have a reaction to Gemma pushing his head away and possibly licking his neck dressed like that. But he didn't do anything to her Safe or anything to her, save a kiss on the cheek. So fake it is. Speaking of Jacks, as long as they keep calling him Jacks, I'm going to refuse to type Jack as he spells his name. Uh, and I and the J pronounced in the G in Badger. That's that's, that's a British thing, I think, Dave. But um, I'll have to read that back. So I can't understand that, to be honest. I know he's a proper dick at the moment with Paige and everything, but I keep trying to catch the tiniest proof he might be a bully and fail to do so. Bit like the reality radar most of the time. They, this is a proper backhanded email. <laughs> the other guys love him, and even the girls seem quite fond of him and come and have a chat, snuggling up to him and so on. I'm still one episode behind mine, which obviously he is. Also, Andrew having a cry on his shoulder last episode. Would they really do that if he bullied anyone? There's plenty other people around to talk to. He he very well might just have taken the piss out of what his face, what's his face, his rapping skills, Remy or lack mm. thereof, and himsy big bollocks. I'm going to get all the girls. Might just be a wee bit sensitive. Oh, sorry. I've read these completely wrong. He's quoting here. He said, Jackson said, I'm going to get all the girls. Might just be a wee bit sensitive and can't take a joke from a blonde kid half his height. Speaking of blonde kids, what the hell happened to Ronan Keaton's ginger lad? Did he <laughs> disappear somehow in the Delta Armour Triangle? Keep up the good work, lads. Have a great weekend, Mika. Well, Make a great email, but I'm not happy about some of them comments, Dave, at all. <laughs> Come in next with another little badge on my radar, you know, lapel, and I've just been absolutely backhanded there. You, you know, the whole bully thing, I think it's just, for me at least, it's interpretation of the word. I think Jax is a fucking dick. And, uh, you know, he comes out with things, and he does think he is Bertie Big Bollocks. But I haven't seen him what I class as bullying. So for me, bullying is like a relentless thing. I'm not saying he needs to steal his lunch money or anything, but I I, I think it's just, that's my own, that's how I understand that word bullying. So, but, but then, you know, other people might 
think of it differently. So I could think that for other people, he would fit that criteria. Yeah. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I think I think the thing is, when you, you see it, he's just coming across more and more as a complete cock for me, Dave. Everything about him is red flags, not just in it. And I, I agree that we've not seen too much with the bullying side of it. We've just seen that he's too fucking opinionated. And also... The, the stuff he's done tonight, the fucking way he spoke to Payton was trying his best to turn it round on her when he didn't have a leg to stand on. Swallow your pride, apologise, even if she fucks you off, which I do think she should fuck you off. Mm. Come out with a bit of respect for yourself. He just come across as a fucking weasel, Dave, an absolute shithouse. Do you know what I mean? So I think it, it's one of them great, fantastic stuff. But for me, he's the ultimate baddie. As this has gone on, He's gone from someone who I particularly thought was quite witty and funny, even though Gemma had said a few things, but nothing too bad, but just a bit of warning on him to, to where he is now, Dave. What an arc. Fucking nasty Nick levels of Big Brother at the moment. I think everybody, nobody's sticking up for him. Mm. We need a good villain though, don't we? Oh, without a doubt. <laughs> without a doubt. Anyway. I just hope Paige does tear him a new one. Like I say, I honestly think she's going to end up Taking taking him back, you know, she might make him sweat a bit, Millie style. You know, she made uh, Liam sweat a bit last year before she eventually took him back. He, he had to properly graft. I don't know if Jax has got that grafting in him, though, you know. I think he's just like, things come so easy to him. I think he's just like, yeah, not ask me. I, I don't know if he re- will really do it and show that proper remorse for any sustained period of time. Whereas Liam, he did go for about a week, didn't he, of groveling. So let's see. But I can't fucking wait, Chris. I can't wait. I cannot <laughs> wait. And when he said it, it's like, you've cheated on someone, just got a graft to get them back. That's how easy it is, Dave. It's like that in real yeah. life, isn't it? When you've got a mortgage and kids and that, just do a bit of grafting and everything's forgiven. Not a chance. He's fucking bollocks of being advised day, wouldn't he, in real life? Let's be honest. <laughs> yeah. Fucking no chance. But anyway, thank you so much, everybody, for them emails, voicemails. The song is brilliant. Um, obviously, poor Dave hasn't got a song, but, you know, are we really bothered? Because <laughs> I'm not. Uh, big thanks to Maeve, Hot Rocks as well. Thank you for your email, Maeve. Really good of you. Um, I think someone was watching The Boys on Prime when they sent that to me, but there you go, Dave, Queen Maeve, as we all know. But... Anyway, if you want to email us and support me, that's fine. CDRealityCast at gmail.com. Want to follow us on social media at CDRealityCast. If you want to go to Facebook, Chris and Dave's Reality TV Cast. There's loads of fallout from tonight's episode on there. Great Fred's post, everything. It's really, really good stuff. So thank you, guys. And if you want to support us a little bit more, get over to patreon.com forward slash CDRealityCast. And we appreciate everybody who supports us past and present on there. So today's roll call of honor is Gavin, Maggie, Kristen, Zoe, Tom, Gillian, Michelle, Keith, Helen, Brianna, Neve, Noreen, Amy, Joanna, Helen, Libby, Dee Dee, Priscilla, Susan, Hennessy, Haley, Lauren, Lucky Lou, the Green, and Kent Gustafson. So thank you so much, guys, for all your support. Amazing, amazing stuff, Dave. And we knew this would be a long one, Dave, but it's gone on longer than we thought. But what a great discussion. I had so much fun talking about this. It feels like we've only skimmed the surface as well, doesn't it? But there's just so much going on. Like I say, even if you took out Jackson Page, there's still so much to discuss discuss with the rest of them. So, yeah, it's just brilliant. I just can't wait until the next episode. And then, oh, God, we've got to, there's no Saturday night, so we've got to wait till Sunday for the next one. So, yeah, I, I 
roll on next episode, Chris. Yeah, and I've seen tonight, funny enough, a still of the cinema setup, Dave. So I think that's going to be Sunday. <gasps> We're going to... Oh, it's not man. tonight. It's not tonight. There's going to be the fallout tonight, tomorrow, sorry. It's not, not tomorrow. There's the full fallout, and then we'll get Sunday night. And you're like, you <laughs> fucking bastards. You know what I mean? We'll wish him a weekend away. Yeah, yeah. You know, you're right. I mean, we kind of have to see more of the fallout, don't we, of the recoupling and... Like I say, Tasha going at the Casa Amor girls and yeah, let's let's see. Brilliant. But have a good weekend, everyone. And I know for a fact that tomorrow night it's Prosecco o'clock in my house and I cannot wait. Awesome. Roll it on. Well, thanks very much, sir. Thanks to everyone out there for listening and we'll speak to you next time. Bye.